Hi, it's Garrett Thomas here again. This week we have another student radio special for you if Simon's still on holiday. The episode this week is probably one of the most memorable episodes of Sound Syringe because with about half an hour of the show left to go, one of the servers in the studio caught fire or something. I'll be honest, my memory's a bit vague on it. Anyway, we just had to pad for about half an hour. The opening of this seems to have gone missing. I can only assume because the station went off air. But uh, I hope you'll enjoy us flailing around trying to save both ourselves and the show. In vitro. In vitro. In vitro. In vitro. The sound syringe podcast. Get your injection. The In Vitro Podcast. Cut down best bits of all of our shows with Simon and G on Fuse FM. Delight inside your ears. We've got an update on um, the fan club formerly known as Mob Squadron. Those of you who listened last show will know that we've had to change the name of our um, fan club from Mob Squadron um, due to a uh, injunction from <laughs> from two breakfast radio DJs from Radio Six, yeah, um, who have a seemingly yeah, yeah. named Black Squadron. <laughs> uh, so they've changed the name. We were literally inundated with several emails over the yeah, week, several <laughs> from members of members of the recently disbanded. Mode squadron, and um, the the best one we could come up with that didn't sound like people were taking illicit sub- substances was G. Do you have it there? Um, I where no, no, you don't. Okay, <laughs> it was the syringettes. The syringettes, yes. Now so I remember what we what what our fans are called. You've now been you've now been renamed. So yeah. Mode squadron is no more. Mo- syringettes assemble. I need a I need a horn. Hang on. <laughs> Syringettes assemble. So that should get their attention. Yeah, that, that, hopefully, yeah. Anyway, do you want to talk about? Um, I want to talk about how Lent is going for Eugene. Yeah, because we are on day seven or eight. Day seven. Day seven of D- Lent. Lent, and yeah. G is starting to look a little bit pale. I'm not. I'm you're looking, looking a bit. You, I'm you're right. Fine. You need to get fed up, mate. You're looking. You're looking like you're wasting away, our child. Ah, G, you're wasting away. No, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I can say so far, this whole vegetarianism lark's working out pretty well. Yeah? Yeah, I've, only, right for you? I've only had the meat cravings once, yeah. and I, I had been to the pub for several hours at that point. Mm-hmm. So all I, I, um, I nearly, you know, going down rush home, I was very tempted very to tempted. get a kebab. But instead, Don't. I went home and drunkenly made some vegetarian pasta. Good man. Kids at home, possibly not a good idea to cook. No, when you're don't drunk. don't cook don't when do you're that. drunk, kids. Uh, that, that definitely. In fact, idea. in fact, kids don't even get drunk <laughs> yeah. in the first place. <laughs> also, yeah, don't use an oven. You're yeah. only children. Yeah. If you are, unless why are you even up yeah. now? Get to, get to, all the kids who are listening, get to bed. Right, all of you, get to bed. No more radio. That's it. Off to bed. Okay. Are they gone? Yeah. The uh, kids gone. Yeah. Okay. I, I just heard them scamper up. Okay, good. Okay. Right, okay, let's back back on. Back on, yeah. Hopefully they won't catch on that there's actually more radio. Shh, they might hear. They might, shh, keep quiet. <laughs> turn, turn the bed down a bit. Yeah, yeah okay. I think they can hear. Okay, fine. I think I think they're fast asleep. Think now. The, the, they're, they're off to bed. So but now yeah. the kids are gone, we can swear. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> but yeah, oh, no. The I, look I, on the station manager's face. I've I've learned many other things about vegetarianism. I think last week we talked about how I found out I needed to eat about a million different yes. types of beans a day. To so get your that, that's not working out, you know, that badly because a lot of vegetarian food does include beans as yep. standard, yep. which is and handy. And I did gift you with the vegetarian alternative to pork scratchings yeah, recently. Wasabi peas. Wasabi peas. Interestingly enough, I looked at the ingredients. 
they, they're actually just mustard peas. No, they are wasabi no, peas. They say, I know it's got mustard powder in it. It doesn't have any, it's just mustard and I peas. I know it's mustard. <laughs> I know, yeah. They're, they're counterfeit wasabi peas, but they taste the same, so it's fine. Yeah. But um, what things I have learned about vegetarianism, okay? So, you know, I've, I've been in their shoes now, Simon. Yeah. I can tell you a fair way. We've found out how the other half live. It'd be really difficult to be a vegetarian if you didn't like spicy food. Okay. Because, I mean, you know, I'm sure lots of vegetarians will complain, but, you know, it is, you know, it would be quite bland. Like, the f- I, I made my first slow properly vegetarian meal, which is stuffed peppers, and it really was the blandest thing I'd ever stuffed eaten. Stuffed peppers are quite nice, though. Did yeah, you but put, what did you put, like, I, I goat's put, cheese in them? Yeah, no, I put, like, I, well, I didn't have goat's cheese. So I'm not. And there you go. But, no, I, I put, like, I had a variety of different sort of tasting vegetables. I herbed it up. You herbed Her- it up? I herbed it up significantly. Yeah. <laughs> and it was still incredibly bland. <laughs> did you turn the herbs up to 11? Yeah, I got a little bit of the Herbie Hancock out. Herbie <laughs> Hancock. I swear, do you're you were, a right, bad person. Do you remember, um, was it Ready Steady Cook? I swear yeah. Ainsley Harriet used to call herbs Herbie Hancock. Really? In my mind. Really? That does seem like something it he'd does, do as yeah, well, exactly. that insufferable man. <laughs> but yeah, no, so, um, yeah, everything's spicy. Also, I will say, on, I think it was Sunday, I went to the pub, met with my friends Jason and Alan, if you're listening, hello. <laughs> hello, Jason and Alan. <laughs> um, and we went to a screen bar of a other bars with burgers are available <laughs> <laughs> and you know you go to something like that and what you're mainly in for standard is meat is meat because nice burgers i, I, I was on the bus thinking mm. oh oh and then i thought wait no quite fancy steam it was screen burger now veggie screen burgers are they nice really nice ah. really see really that doesn't nice. surprise me yeah it's, because it's, although other bur- bars which serve burgers are available, <laughs> screen burgers are particularly nice. Yeah. And, and they don't like open the veggie burgers. I think they should give us free stuff now, basically. They should. <laughs> well, we haven't named the specific screen bar you went to. That's true. It could have been any it of them. It could have been any of them. It was the footage. All right, the footage. I have been to the footage for ages. Anyway, ooh, Tuesday. Tuesday, yesterday. Tuesday chat. Tuesday chat. Obviously, Tuesday. Kind of like one of my usual rules in life is that Tuesday and Thursday are the two most boring days of the week when nothing happens. Yep. But yesterday, <laughs> my goodness me! Oh, all the stuff that happened yesterday. Do you want to start? I'll start. Well, I went. I went out for karaoke yesterday. Always with, good with some friends, which was very fun. Um, we we had some ups, some downs, and um, Dan was there. So obviously, it was um, Dan. Our um, voiceover man, who voices all of our sweepers and so on, uh, he was there singing show tunes. Oh, there was a guy, um, one of my new mates, whose name is James. Big shout out to James. Um, him and Dan sang a duet of Sweet Transvestite, which was one of the funniest things in the world. It was amazing. Because, like, I, I think. I'm kind of disappointed that I missed They that. kept on trying to upstage each other and just. It got ridiculous. It got. They, they were basically dressed in drag by the end of it. They were trying to upstage it. And it just <laughs> kind of. It was like the Cold War, but in karaoke form. Transvestite karaoke yeah, form. Yeah. Possibly for better. If the Cold War had actually been that, it would have been <laughs> Commando. Far, far more enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. And we had. Um, I, I heard possibly the worst version of. Um, of what's it called? Tangled Hypocrisy. Um, which isn't a great song to begin with, yeah. but it was just oh man, I was I I almost killed myself, dear listener. Really? I really did. And then also, uh, my friend, you my see, friend, you're not making Tuesday sound so great now. No. It's on a high, and then it went wait, down. Wait, wait, oh, but then it went back oh, up again. 
my friend and yours, Colin, yeah. who we both know, yeah, I know Colin. is a friend of ours. Um, quite a plain, unassuming fellow, you Steph- could yeah, you would I- be forgiven for thinking. Yeah. Colin gets up and sang the most perfect version of Starman I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it was like Bowie was actually in the room. Really? It was amazing. Okay, now I am legit. That was it was really impressive. That that is, and everybody was very impressed. Because <laughs> yeah, no, I I mean yeah, if any if, if you know Colin, people, I mean if if you know you know who we're talking about. Yeah. But anyone who doesn't, yeah, he really is, you know, kind of like yeah, definitely. I think unassuming would be the word. Yeah, but he got out. Was it was it like you're on stars in their eyes? It was. The, was the, he, there was, was there like smoke? there was dry ice, oh. and he came out and he's like. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to sing Starman. It was amazing. It's even more impressive as he's Irish, so I imagine exactly. it'd be quite difficult to sound like He sounded David. great. <laughs> and then we had um, our friend Chris, Old Nort Chris, yeah. who, um, who sang Pour Some Sugar On Me, which was <laughs> oh. amazing. You see, um, Chris, is, Chris was in the um, Panto, if anyone saw yes, that. Yes, if, if you saw the um, Panto Society Panto, he was... Um, he was Naked and singing the Pokemon theme Yes, he tune, was, at one, point, at one point. At one point, he was playing um, Duncan from Blue. Yes. Yeah. And um, he um, channeled that pop star quality into singing Pour Some Sugar On Me by Def Leppard. And I sat in the corner and um, played tambourine with one arm. Yeah. As a tribute to their one-armed drummer, who was who was a fantastic, fantastic man. Uh, so it was it was a lot of fun. I, so I sang. I always start my night off with um, with Frank Sinatra, "Fly Me to the Moon," because yeah. it's a. It's but, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty much the Frank the, the Frank Sinatra is a bit of a, kind of, yeah, it's a karaoke standard. And then later on in the night, I um, had a bit more to drink, and I thought I'd try and tackle um, simple, the Simple Mind song, mm. "Alive and Kicking," which was possibly a mistake. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I managed to get everybody to sing along at the end, though, which oh, that's is good. good. Yeah, I mean, like, in Simple Mind style. So you get them yeah. all clapping yeah. their hands. Everybody the had, like, lighters up. Yeah. And there was, like, <laughs> there was 40-year-old women with, with long T-shirts on that says, I love you, Charlie, and stuff like that. It was yeah. amazing. <laughs> Just like that Simple Minds gig I went to. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Uh, see, my, so, yeah. my, my karaoke thing, I think I always, I always do, like, a little bit of... Um, a little bit of soul, and then kind of move on to the um, Tom Jones. Yeah, purely because I'm. I mean, I you know, possibly it might just be because I'm Welsh, but it is quite fun to sing Tom Jones. I remember once um, being very disappointed going to karaoke and going up to sing "She's a Lady." Yeah, and in the end, it was it was an entirely different song, also <laughs> called "She's a Lady." It Why was, would you have that? We started singing it, and we're like about two lines in, we're like, "Wait, this 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 isn't the right song." <laughs> <laughs> That was one of the saddest moments of my life because we were trying to sing it to the tune of. Oh, it was dreadful. It was bad news. Sounds like that was bad news. But so. even though I missed karaoke, I also had a brilliant night. What did you do? Yeah, me and the um, aforementioned Rob Hurst went to see uh, Shushu at the Islington Mill. Who are Shushu? They're a um, a hard to describe band. <laughs> Experimental, I think, Experimental. would be one word for what they do. Um, their music involved a Nintendo DS and various bird whistles and things. It was that, re- it sounds fantastic it already. Was, it was it was it was it was absolutely great. You know, that um, does sound fantastic. The Shushu um, kind of like the members vary. There's kind of like one constant, which is the bloke whose name I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously Always he's memorable. Good, yeah, um, but yeah, no, he's got a fantastic voice, and yeah, and they had he had this um, deal banging gongs and cymbals cool. and drum machines and 
And it was great. It sounds good. Um, so, Shoo Shoo, check them out. We don't yeah, actually have any of their music to play, no, which is um, probably a mistake, but there I, we go. Yeah, I don't know. If we should have yeah, about they, that. Um, if anyone had listened to, I think it's Friday Night Live, on a, a, they were interviewed on Fuse FM on ah, Friday. Oh, there we go. What's going on in the world, G? Um... Police fears over anyone but England t-shirts. Oh yeah, that was that, that's a good one. <laughs> a man in Scotland has been warned after a um a, this is a guy in Aberdeen was selling t-shirts for the World Cup. This is a guy in Aberdeen was selling t-shirts for the World Cup but just said anyone but England 2010. Which I think is a good laugh. Yeah, I think you know it's it's something we can all understand because, you know, we all know the joke that Scottish people and Welsh people and Irish people will all support anyone other than England at the World Cup. I'm not We're convinced just... it's a joke, G. I well, think that's it's... a truism, isn't it? Well, yeah, but, you know, I mean, it is true, but and kind of part of the reason is we do like to see English people get riled up about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and he apparently, people got very riled up. In because, this case. Because, yeah, a policeman warned him for having the T-shirts in, this, in, the, in his front window of his shop saying they could be offensive and considered racist. Really? Yes. Racist? He thought they could cause offence because they were racist T-shirts. Anyone but England. Yeah. World Cup. So, racist, I assume, against the English in favour of every other Does group it, of people I was going to say, isn't that... <laughs> that's not racism. Surely that's that's metropolitan, isn't it? Where you're like, I support everybody who isn't England. Yeah. That's, that's you it's know, fine. Yeah, it's quite nice. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's very nice, nice sentiment. To be honest, when you think about it, <laughs> as an Englishman, I'll take the hit. If you're going to get on with everybody but England, we, we'll be quiet. It's fine. You don't have to get on with us. We'll just keep quiet about it. It's the English way. <laughs> we won't get on with you, but nobody will talk about it. It'll be like a really awkward family wedding. So yeah, I think this is one of those stories of kind of it's Britain gone mad. It is Britain gone mad. I tell you what, it is. It's health and safety gone mad, G. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, political correctness gone mad. No, I think, I think, I think it's actually up. more someone really not understanding how laws work. Yeah. <laughs> is what's going on there. Um, <laughs> or that. But yeah, so yeah, and, and police, have, police have kind of like said, it's just an advisory, is it? Yeah. <laughs> there, there wasn't any criminal charges, don't worry about it. But he said we'd be failing in our, in our duty if we did not make people aware of a potential disturbance such a window display. <laughs> I like it. What? Potential, it's in, it's in a, Aberdeen. It's not like there's going to be hundreds of English people yeah. rioting and smashing windows. If, if there if there <laughs> are, then the Scottish people, I'm sure Scottish people will be able to outright them. It, 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 if they were, I think they'd be entirely justified in the existence of the T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point, actually. That's a very good point. So, yeah, that, I think that's a Britain gone mad story for today. Also, um, science. We've got a science story. We've, we do have science. Uh, original research by The Sun, <laughs> yeah. that bastion of academic knowledge, but has they, said that... Here we go. Here we go. Everybody brace yourself for this, because it's an amazing revelation. It, it okay. is. This will blow you away. Here it is. Looking at naked women makes men happy. <laughs> it's been conclusively proven, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in history. Yeah, the sun has shown that men like to see pictures of women with their tops off. Which shocked me, yeah. I can tell you. I mean, I, I don't think anyone saw that coming. Me neither. <laughs> I, was, I was shocked and awed by thank, that. Thank God that the sun is there to tell exactly. us Exactly. They tell us these things we know. We need to know, even. In fact, and no, we do know. That's uh, the joke. So ah. then, then, then they have used the excuse to, surprisingly enough, put, put a picture of a woman without her top yeah. off. This, also, is, this also, is what they look like. <laughs> here, she, here she is. That's another astounding revelation. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they, like, apparently... 
boffins, you know, because it's a sun, they have to use 1930s slang yeah. for science. Speaking speaking as a boffin, yeah. I find that deeply offensive. Is, is that kind of is that kind of like? Is we that prefer the, we prefer to um, to be referred to as people of a learned profession. Okay. Uh, well, the sun hasn't got that memo. Well, on the, the sun. They're living in the dark ages. They are living in the dark ages. G. I don't know what to do. I've yeah. written to them numerous times. <laughs> it's not getting through. But but this is kind of like you know although boffins have found that similar feeling that the looking at naked women gives similar feelings as produced by alcohol or drugs doesn't say which drugs <coughs> I, I'd imagine like looking at a woman doesn't give people the same sort of feeling I'll as tell you what every going time on some sort of high strength like psychedelic yeah, drugs you could tell you could tell you could tell that the boys who had been looking at dirty images at school they come into school they'd be off their faces they wouldn't know what is going on I, I saw one kid talk to a dustbin for two hours. Yeah. It was disgusting. They should ban it. They um, should ban it. But they yeah, should no, ban everything. Everything should be banned. A rider of this, looking at skinny women, ultra skinny women, women does not give the same effect. Really? Breasts and buttocks need to be involved. Breasts and buttocks, <laughs> you've got to have... Yeah. <laughs> Those are the two ingredients needed to produce women drug. Women men. drug, yeah. <laughs> the thing that gets you whacked off your face and makes you do really stupid things that you regret the day afterwards. But um, And now we have some very, very sad news. What's that sad news, G? That bastion of TV comedy. You know, the thing that blows even such kind of incredible sitcoms as My Family out of the water. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Big Top has been taken off air... I'm sh- <laughs> No! <laughs> Big Top! Not that show it's, that everyone was talking it's about. The, it's the incredibly mediocre show that nobody was watching. That's probably why it got cancelled. It's been taken off air. So yeah, Amanda Holden is now out of a job until she starts hosting a new um, series of Crystal Maze, apparently. Yeah, genuinely, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, this is this is what I've been hearing, is that... Crystal Maze, one of the greatest TV shows exactly. ever made, as far as I remember from when I was yeah, five. Yeah, when I was five as well, <laughs> I thought it was awesome. To be honest, I don't think that Crystal Maze is going to be the same, and, and, unless there's a slightly effeminate bald man with an edible complex in it. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I'm, is he still alive? I'm, I don't know. Well, if I he, assume he just became part of the maze. I think he still lives in the studio. Oh, do you think? Do you think he? Do you think he got trapped in the maze? Or even he though he, he was, got locked in that room with oh. the, he got locked in that room where you have to like move the ball through the maze yeah. in the medieval zone he got stuck there yeah. and he's just trapped there and it was like it was they they ended the series you know what happened they ended the series they had like the end of show party yeah he went in there got stuck obviously they didn't have any other contestants they thought he disappeared yeah because show ended yeah. they just mothballed the studio in preparation for amanda holden's return yeah 15 years yeah. hence and, then, and, and she's gonna they're just gonna open one of the doors and he's gonna come out like just totally mental and chase them around the crystal maze set that that sounds really good <laughs> that would be good I'd watch that <laughs> remember that yeah I do yeah. I should have brought the crystal maze theme tune I, see I missed out when I was a kid because I lived overseas when I was a kid but apparently the crystal like the, I don't know whether it was the actual crystal maze or because like I never went but like all the kids in my school went to um went to the crystal maze 
It was really? like a school trip people did. It was in like Pembroke or something. I don't think it was the real Christmas. I don't know. I mean, I always found that unlikely, but you know, kind of ten-year-olds would swear blind to me that it was the real thing. And you were there going, you were there as a ten-year-old going, well, that seems incredibly unlikely. Probably that sounds like the sort of child I was. Yeah. <laughs> of course you are. Now you're now you're twenty-one, but you're actually fifty. Yeah. So, so no. at that point, you must have been about ooh, uh, thirty. Yeah, about that. Yeah. So you were sat there in your smoking jacket. In Garing years. In Garing years. Um, yeah. So um, other other what, weird other news. Other, uh, last piece sh- of weird news. The co- the the colds. The colds. No, oh, do we have to? Talk I'm hijacking about this? your last piece. Oh. Of, okay, we're fine. We'll, we'll skip no, over no, that. No, no, we can we can talk about this. What, the, we the can talk colds? about how angry. I, right. Okay. This right. Okay. I've I've raised this point with other people. Yeah. I'm getting. I'm, sure, I'm getting in preachy I'm sure mode you have. Here. I'm sure you have. Yeah. You any like, opportunity. <laughs> you looked weirdly like a young Glenn Beck there. <laughs> you were like. Yeah, I'm about to start cr- This is my show, and I'll say what I want! <laughs> go on, go on, speak it, speak it, G. Right, okay, I don't watch The X Factor, first off. I don't like football. I literally don't care about either of these people. I am never going to have any connection with these people in my life. I don't care whatever if they're divorced. I, I didn't even know they were married. I, that's a lie, I did, because, you know. You did. Yeah, but, like, I didn't care. Uh-huh. I care as much as, like, hearing, you know, hearing that some random person I've never heard of has got divorced. I'd be like, oh, that's, that's sad or I guess good, that's unfortunate depending on how you look at it. Yeah, um, yeah that's basically how I feel. <laughs> well, I'm just confused. and angry. <laughs> I don't know where he's going to go from here, because once you married Cheryl Cole, like, what do you do? Who was he? I, apparently, he was sending pictures of himself to, uh, to other people, and I'm not sure why you'd do that if you've already married to Cheryl Cole. Well, um, yeah. No, that does seem... I mean, kind of like... Although I don't know much about Cheryl Cole, I know she is pretty good looking. Yeah, that was what I was getting fa- at. Fairly But then again, right. And to be, honest, to be honest, if you're sending pictures of yourself to other people, I doubt you're worried about the intellectual content of your relationship. Because to be honest, even though Cheryl Cole is quite look, good looking, she doesn't strike me as the intellectual type. Um, I could be oh, wrong. Oh, well, you see, I, I don't know, know anything about her, but I know I'm already thinking, I, can't, can't I do watch though. The X Factor. And you don't think she I don't think she's right, okay. massively intellectual. Which is just the Ashley Coles further down the scale? I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. know anything you see, about why, why do you even bring this up? We don't know anything about the. Oh, right, I'm moving on to. Moving I'm on. moving on to a story we do know about. Go on, then. The first Superman comic has sold oh, yes, for course. $1 million. $1 million in gold, I believe. Um. Possibly. I believe it was paid for in gold. It's, it's gold that someone stole in a crazy bank heist. Yeah, I was going to say, just, just, as it was, just as it was passing hands, Brainiac broke in, yeah. and he mind-controlled everybody into giving them all the gold. Yeah, that, that's probably what happened. Yeah, no, the first edition of Action Comics from 1938 has been sold, which were originally costing 10 cents... 10 US cents yep. has sold for 1 US million dollars. Okay, let me work that out. Let's see how much that's. Do you want to increased. work out the inflation of I'm that? I'm going to work out. No, I'm going to work out like how much how much it's increased in value. 10 million times. To 10 10 mil, no, it's more more than 10 million times. Yes, it is yeah, 10, it's million, 10 million, times. million times. There we go. There you go. That's it, why you do maths. And that's why well, I don't do maths. I know. <laughs> Try and keep it quiet. I'm, I'm, I do science, and you just outmaths me. Yeah, that's made me quite, sad. Yeah, I, I worked out how to, t- how to. Yeah. Anyway. So there you go. That's a lot of money. It is a lot, it's a lot of, of money. money for a comic that you're probably just going to put in a safe. Yeah, I, I don't never read because, to be honest, say what you like about old comics, but most of them are rubbish. 
Yeah, well, I mean, the front cover has, um, has, like, it does look like Superman's just picked up, I mean, like, it can't be a, it's kind of, he's just picked up a, a car and is just throwing it at someone who's managed to duck out of the way. That's that, that, see, that's that's uh, that's at best an anti-hero. Yeah, I mean, that, that really doesn't <laughs> seem like see, the like, car attacker. And there's just a man running away with his head in his hand, just going, <laughs> just freaking out about about Superman picking up. Also, he seems to be in a desert with a car. Well, we could we'll put it, we'll put a link to the picture on. Yeah, the, I'll, on I'll, the I'll, I'll, I'll put a link group. to a story on the Sandstorms group, and you can so all you can inspect the bizarre cover of Action Comics number one. Um, so yeah, other news with the, oh well, um, other show related news I'm going to move on to here, because I asked on Facebook if people weren't listening, why weren't they listening? Okay, Dory, who's a friend of ours, is in Nottingham, and her university halls are blocking Fuse FM. Which is disgusting. It is. So, (laughs) Nottingham University, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are, because I know what you're like. Yeah. Um... You're a bad person. This means war. This means war. That's it. Syringettes, your first job <laughs> is to bring down Nottingham <laughs> University. Yeah. On a like software, use hacking. Don't no, viruses. don't do that. Don't don't hack do that. them. Don't. Do it. Children at home, don't do that. Also go to bed. We told you like an hour ago to oh. <laughs> yeah, kids, don't these hack. Kids. These kids, they're so disobedient these days. I blame It's like the movie Hackers. It's, only yeah. bearable. Uh, uh, only bearable <laughs> and believable. <laughs> It's not wor- it's not working. It's not working. The the system's broken. Oh no. Right. Okay. Okay. The playout computer. The playout computer, the unthinkable has happened. The playout computer has crashed. So I'm going to sit here and the tech elves are coming in. It's all go. Scramble the tech team. One of the servers is down. Everything's broken. Oh dear. <laughs> Listeners, we have a terrible occurrence. Everything's falling apart in the studio here. Um, I'm going to continue talking, and um, we're going to... While the tech team fix this... While the tech team... The the phone call, actually, I'm going to keep you uh, up to date because it's kind of scary. Well, the phone call was actually somebody calling to say something's gone horribly wrong. Uh, We're trying to fix the computer program. G is currently shouting at the people in the other room. And, um... Right, G. Okay, okay. G. Here's I'm, what we're going to do. G. Yeah. G. We're going to initiate F- uh, Fuse FM sound, or- sound syringe emergency mandate beta. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Is, is that anything but? We're going to play. We're going to play. Just said, no want, more women. Uh, we could just do the um, like update on the, on what's happened with erotic novel at bedtime. We could actually. That's yeah, true. We that's do have that to talk about. Right. Okay. Erotic. Um, it does have its own sister um, bed, but. Obviously, we can't access that because the system's down. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> what we're going to do is we're just going to tell you what happened. So, G has been to some of the stickier and yeah, well, darker okay, parts okay. of the internet. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain what happened. If you listened last week, you would have heard us um, talking about, ha- well, me reading out in an incredible, sensually, sensual and erotic way. It was very sexy. Oh, it, was, it was, yeah. That we, um, a, a book, um, a story of love and tenderness. And I hope to do that again this week. Yeah. But um, 
I don't actually own all that much terrible erotic fiction, sadly. Which, which to be honest, surprised me when I first <laughs> I think it surprised it. everyone, really. Um, so, yeah, I, I put a call out to the listeners of Sound Syringe, mm-hmm. and they either don't or were pretending not to own any erotic literature. I That's did meet, probably more likely. I did meet someone who offered to lend me a book, but I don't know what her name is. <laughs> So, if you're listening, girl who has... Mystery girl with the book for Man Summers. Oh, mysterious girl, I want your erotic fiction now to read out on the radio. Yeah, that's basically it. So, that's yeah, what we want. get in touch with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, they're actually, it's quite funny. We're, we're, you're blissfully unaware of this, yeah, listeners. I, I but in the room next door where all of the tech the tech stuff is and all of the computers and the fancy stuff that keeps the, the um, studio going, um, there's actually screaming. <laughs> they're screaming at things, and I believe things are being hit with hammers and spanners. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm going to close the door. Close the door um, so that the, the sound of computer death doesn't fill the studio. So um, we can get back to eroticness. Yeah, so, G, G, you've been to some quite yeah, scary parts of the I internet. Did, someone suggested that I should go onto a website and look up um, erotic fiction, which I did, and I have been scarred. Scarred? There were... Scarred and yet slightly aroused. No. No, not, not even vaguely aroused? I'm pretty sure there was, like, erotic fiction about people being scarred on there. This is oh. sort of what we were talking about, yeah. Um, the bed's died now. There was... Uh, this, the types of things... You know, you read that thing, and I'm, I'm thinking... You know, it, it had, like, the number of people who'd read it as well. So you'd see something, and it would say, like, 163 readers. And I think, mm. well, this seems fairly popular. <laughs> and I clicked on it, and it was about the, in very kind of, like, explicit detail, the love life of centaurs. Well, it, it, I'm not quite sure what to say to that. Do you know where a centaur's genitalia is, Simon? Because I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's useful. If you ever, if you're ever um, at a pub quiz in hell, yeah, then, exactly. then you'll, you'll be set. No, I mean there was there was android love. I'm assuming that's similar to normal love, um, only with lots of machinery. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is this is worrying. Was, yeah, like the whole like everything I clicked on, I was being pulled deeper and deeper into the abyss of. Horror. It was. It was. <laughs> was literally... it Lovecraftian and it's terrifying? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure people have gone insane reading more, you know, less deadly things. <laughs> were you? Were you? Were you the um, the URLs of madness? Yeah, exactly. That's what I describe <laughs> as. So basically, um, yeah, there's nothing that I possibly ever want to read out normally, and definitely cannot read out on the radio. <laughs> okay. So um, so we've been to the internet, and it's terrifying. Yeah, been... Which, to be honest, I kind of knew that already. Yeah, well, I knew it already, but I don't think I'd realised just how terrifying until I was forced to look. <laughs> At the centaur stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I mean, I say this, I really don't think people can understand just quite how bad everything was. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say look for yourself, but I really don't want you to kind of mm-hmm. have to go through that. I've been through hell, so you don't have to, <laughs> there listeners. You go. Right, we've come to the end of um, the show plan, and we don't have any more songs because we can't play <laughs> we them. We can't play any songs. So what we're going to do is me and G are going to play a little game which I learned about recently called No More Women. Yeah. Uh, G knows how the um, how the plan how the um, game goes. Oh, what do we do? We have fixing. Okay, G's being called away. 
<laughs> We've been handed a rather large stack of CDs. Um, I've never used the CD system before, so we're down. We've gone back to the mid '90s, listeners. What have we got? Okay, so we've got. He's looking. He's. Uh, let's have a look. Pass me a pile of those. It's chaos in the studio. Okay. Right. Yeah. Let's see. Um, ooh. There's all kinds of stuff here. <laughs> Speaker people. I don't, yeah, know um, I don't know what that is. That's rubbish. Uh, yeah, this isn't You're going rubbish. well, I'll be honest. The, these are all kind of like... I'm these really are all obviously free CDs from terrible yeah, bands who want us to I'm play them. free CDs. Lots of... Like, lots of this is very... Also, promo CDs. Yeah. No. This is like... I feel like we've stepped in some parallel... I've got this CD twice. We obviously really wanted to get rid of that Yeah, one. they did, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. This um, is like we've really nice stepped into birds. like some parallel music universe. It's this, kind of exciting, but it's slightly terrifying. There's a green one here. There's a green paper one here. It's oh. just a paper green thing, and it has the name Martin on I've it. Got, I've it just got, says Martin on it. That's I, I've got one by a man called Daniel Shipley, which has obviously just been written up in um, MS Word and then printed out. Actually torn into the shape of a CD cover. Really? That's beautiful, that is. That's bohemian in its um, in its shoddiness. I feel like I feel like um, could have like John Peel, only not dead. Only not dead. <laughs> Don't we can't compare ourselves Sorry, to John Peel. Don't but do no, that. You know, it's just sort of looking through kind of like weird demo discs. Yeah, this is amazing. I kind of want to play these, only other than the fact we haven't listened to them and they could yeah. be terrible. They probably are probably terrible. Probably are terrible, as we haven't heard of any of them. Right then. Oh, I've got something by Tiesto. <laughs> Tiesto? Hey, I've up. heard of him. <laughs> I've heard of him, and I definitely don't want to play him. <laughs> so that's fine. Oh, Manchester Jazz Soul Group. This hey, up. Good. That could be it. That yeah, could be a plus. Pass that air. We'll whack that on. Use FM is now all working We've again. fixed it. We beseeched the mach- the machine god, and he has smiled upon us this day. Hey, if, if the radio just stopped working for you, then it wasn't you... It was a, us. a server exploded. As, uh, it, as it my was actually, technical understanding. We went of what back happened. into the control room, and the server was literally screaming. <laughs> it was going. Aah! Hi, it's present day Geraint here again. You know, my favourite thing about that whole part of the show where everything's falling apart is that Simon keeps trying to get us to play a game called No More Women, and we never do. And I have no idea what that game is. I guess that's just one more thing to ask him when he gets back from holiday. Um, on that note, I don't know when the uh, next proper errand of mercy will be coming out, but uh, until Simon's back, I'll keep giving you things like this, clips, extras, that sort of thing. Well, see you next week with something or other.